Hey guys, I'm Manali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through dating, school, and just life in general. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, it's Hannah and I'm a co-host of Three Faith Podcast. And I'm Manali, the other co-host. And we are so thankful that you decided to listen in with us today. This is the third time we have tried to record this introduction. <laughs> we don't know what's wrong with us tonight, but this is um, the third time we've had to record this. So third time's a charm. Um, but anyways, so we are halfway through our first season. This is our fourth episode of season one. The first three are still up and available for you to go listen to. Um, the first one is How to Wait Well. That was our first episode ever. And the second one was Back to School Blues, where we um, discussed some struggles that college and high school students might face um, going back to school. And then the third episode, which was the one that we did last week, we discussed dating deal breakers, which is um, a really good one that you guys need to go listen to because that one, um, we had a lot to say in that one. Um, But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about how to set yourself apart, specifically like um, how to set yourself apart as a Christian in today's society. Um. So yeah, that's just kind of what we're going to be talking about today, but without further ado, we're going to get started with our question of the week, so I'll let Manali read that question. So we picked what movie could you watch over and over again and why? Um, do you want to go first? I'll here? go first. Okay. okay. <laughs> My movie would be 13 Going on 30. No, because that's mine. Really? Yes. I had that one picked out. That's like my that's like my comfort movie. Same. That's like my go to like I wonder if have any of you guys ever seen Thirteen Going on Thirty? Let's make that a poll. Okay. Because like I feel like a lot of people haven't seen that movie, but it is like my comfort movie. Me and you actually used to watch that like <laughs> like when we'd have sleepovers in like the fifth or sixth grade. We would, that was our go to that it's was a our perfect go-to. sleepover movie. It, it, it is. Uh, oh my gosh, that's funny. It just fits the mood perfectly. It does. But that's like like my comfort movie. Me and my mom watched that movie the other day and I just was you know, it just it's just so nostalgic. It's it even is. better if you eat that candy with the, the razzles. Yes, the razzles. <laughs> they taste like absolute garbage. They're but bad. Like, just for the <laughs> sake of Old memories. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. My favorite part is, like, <laughs> the part where they're at, like, a big, like, kind of class, not class, um, like, a work party, mm-hmm. and she starts playing Thriller, and the oh. whole party, like, turns around after she does that. Yes. I aspire to have the same part. confidence that Jenna had through that movie. Isn't that her name, Jenna? Yes. Uh, even though she was a 13-year-old and, like, a 13... and a, uh. 13-year-old in a 30-year-old's body. And she was kind of a homewrecker. She kind of like, she was, sorry if you haven't yeah, seen the movie. I'm about to know, spoil it. I but. was thinking about, yeah, sorry. But I definitely recommend going to watch this movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> but yeah, whenever me and my mom were watching it the other day, I was thinking to myself, you know what? Like, what's that girl's name? I forgot. Um, Gina? No, the the wife of Matt, or the fiance. That kind yeah, of got cheated. Know. Technically, she did she, get cheated on. Yeah. And she didn't even know the whole movie. And I was like, this poor girl. Mm-hmm. 
Matt needs to go listen to our dating deal breakers episode. <laughs> really though, Matt would be devastated. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's funny. We had the same one. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was our um, question of the week. So you guys should let us know what movie you guys could watch over and over again. Maybe we'll do a poll on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I guess we're just going to kind of dive right into this episode. So like I said, we're going to be talking about how to set yourself apart. Um, we have four points here, and um, I'm going to let Manali talk about the first one. So the first point that um, I think is a great place to start is what it means to set yourself apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so the best way that I can describe this is God, whenever he created this earth and created us, he created us to uh, one day return to heaven. And... Um, with these, not, I don't want to say, say call, uh, call them, like, standards, but, like, yeah. I don't know how, sta- standards are the right word? I get, yeah. Like, these, I guess, standards for us to get back into heaven, and, yeah. um, I don't know, if, am I saying that No, right? that's right. Okay, uh, okay, yeah. I just don't want to say it wrong. No, yeah. Okay, so these standards to get back into heaven, and for us to be able to get back into heaven whenever Jesus comes back and takes us all um, <laughs> um, we have to set ourselves apart from the world. And so mm-hmm. God has these standards and the world has these standards. And we have the choice to make whether we want to abide by what God says or what the world says. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have examples here of, like, what it means yeah. to set yourself apart. But that's basically... And like Manali said about how you have to make a choice, that's like not just like one choice. That's a choice you have to make daily. Like it is, and really, really not even like daily, really like a few times throughout mm-hmm. the day. Like you're constantly going to be faced with that choice. Like, okay, am I going to follow um, this worldly thing or am I going to abide by what God wants me to do? Um, and yeah, did you want to add something? Yes, I have a Bible verse. Okay. Okay, so um, <laughs> I pulled John fourteen twenty seven, and it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. And, like, this is something that I was talking about with somebody the other day. Um, about, like, there are differences in even, I guess, emotions that are, like, worldly, and there's ones yeah. from God, like... One that I was talking about the other day was like, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Like, there, one joy is from God, happiness is from the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, how the verse says, I do not give as the world gives. God does not give happiness, God gives joy. God does not give, um, I don't know, another one, but like, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. There's things, there's things that can be mistaken that are actually from the world that some may believe is actually from God and that's like a you know you have to be able to decipher you know between the two and like yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was good um kind of something to go like with that that I wanted to just kind of point out I was doing a little bit of research like just kind of finish up finishing up my points for the podcast um yesterday and I did a little bit of research on some statistics that I found um I found it on um, this website, and I did some research on it to um, make sure that it was, you know, valid and um, 
from, you know, real experts and stuff and people who know a lot about this. Um, but I am going to link this website down in the description below just so you can, like, see it for yourself. You can see where I pulled these from. Um, and if there's anything that you think is false or anything in here, I apologize, but I really don't have any intentions of this being, like, false or anything like that. But I am going to link it down below just so you can kind of check the website out for yourself because you might see some other interesting t t statistics that <laughs> you found. Um, but anyway, so the first one that I found kind of shocking is that 75% of regular church attenders do not believe that sharing their faith is important. And me and Manali had like a small discussion about this one specifically before we started this episode um, because you had like some thoughts on it. So if you want to kind of... Um, yeah, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Anyways, no, you're good. <laughs> um, the, what I was saying before we had started the podcast was I can understand how uncomfortable it is to share your faith, especially now that we're in 2021 and sharing your faith. A lot of people get misconstrued with misconstrued. Is that the right word? We'll go with it. Misconstrued <laughs> with pushing your beliefs on somebody because I mean, People are a lot more sensitive these days, mm -hmm. and they take everything to heart. And so you spreading the word doesn't seem so comfortable because people aren't as inviting to it. So I right. can understand why somebody would choose that. Yeah. However, it is a lot more important than you think. Yeah, no, yeah. it's. I feel like that's a statistic that definitely should change because it's not just 75% of people. It's 75% of regular church attenders, and that's something that definitely I, I found pretty shocking. Um. Another one that I found was 78% of the unchurched would listen to someone who shared what they believed about Christianity. Um, that, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. And I felt like maybe some of you could um, feel a little bit encouraged by that statistic. Um, maybe a little more, um, what's the word, more comfortable. Comfortable, yeah, comfortable to like share the gospel with somebody, you know. And like Manali said, it can definitely be mis. Yeah, what'd you say? Misconstrued. <laughs> Misconstrued to, um, where is it? To, <laughs> sorry, I lost my train of thought. I don't know. I don't to, know um, know the difference between, like, offending somebody or, like, pushing your beliefs on someone versus, you know, sharing what you believe and sharing to unbelievers. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So those were just, like, two, two, two what were you saying? I was gonna <laughs> say one more thing before yeah. we closed off on that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Um, so the 75 versus 78 obviously counters my point on, um, like being uncomfortable because you don't want to push somebody or push your beliefs on somebody, but also we all have a testimony and I, I mean, I don't know what yours is and God's still all writing our testimony, but like your testimony is written to specifically reach somebody or multiple mm -hmm. people. That's and a good point. <laughs> Like, I mean, it, it is uncomfortable, and it's not always easy, but we're not called to be comfortable, and it's not, Christianity is the furthest thing from easy because we have yeah. so many temptations and worldly things that we have to fight and choose to disregard daily. Mm -hmm. But um, just know the power of your testimony. You would be surprised by how many people need to hear that and know that there is something bigger than what the world has to offer to like encourage them and to save them and to love them through whatever it is that they're going through. Yeah, that's a really, really good point, actually. Um, but yeah, like those were two 
statistics that I've just kind of found to be a little bit shocking. Um, but like I said, I'll link that in the description below if you want to go check out more of those for yourself. But, um, you know, like Manali said, she defined what does it mean to set yourself apart. And now we kind of want to bring that and like apply it to now that you know what it is like, okay, how do you do that? And how do you do it um, like places like at school or at work or, you know, just in daily life in general. Um, so the first one I have is like setting yourself apart at school. And this can also be like, like I said, like at work or, you know, wherever you're at daily or even just like in your home, you know. Um, so kind of like a story I have for this one before I kind of like dive into this point is I had um, a friend text me like it was last last week and I woke up and I was I had to wake up really early for work and I was feeling like you know it was just one of those days I, I woke up just like anxious and stressed and I was kind of sad like I did not want to get out of bed and usually like you know none of us want to get out of bed usually but today I, I, I really did not want to get out of bed and I was just I woke up sad you know I had a lot like just kind of bothering me and I, it was just one of those days and um, I don't know if anybody else does this I'm like, do you ever get like, like pre-stressed and pre-anxious about or pre-discouraged about like the week that's ahead? Mm -hmm. Because last week I didn't have anything and now this week like school has started and you know, I have a lot of assignments and a lot of schoolwork and you know, like last week I knew that was coming. So I was like pre-stressed, you know, so I had, yeah. you know, I woke up kind of stressing about that already um, and it was just one of those days and I had a friend, her name is Hope, so Hope, if you're listening to this, hey, <laughs> and um, she sent me a really nice text message, and it was um, basically saying, like, I hope you have a great day, and I wanted to give you some scripture to kind of encourage you, and the scripture just so happened to be Joshua 1-9, um, and, you know, if you know me, that is, like, my favorite Bible verse, like, of all time, like, if anybody asks me what my favorite Bible verse is, it's Joshua 1-9. And I'm going to go ahead and read it. And it says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, don't be afraid, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And um, I already thought it was just kind of, you know, it kind of got my attention because it was my favorite Bible verse too. But I felt like, you know, it kind of tugged at me a little bit because I was like, you know, maybe I really need to read and understand this scripture. Um and it kind of spoke to me because that very first part of the verse says, have I not commanded you? And, you know, we read the rest of it, which is, you know, be strong and be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. But the first part says, have I not commanded you? And I was like, I need to realize, like, you know, God's not just suggesting that, you know, we be strong. Like, that's a commandment because God wants us to, like, he wants us to be strong and courageous and not to be afraid, but that, like, that's a commandment because we are supposed to pray for that strength and that courage, and, you know, that doesn't just come from our strength alone. That comes from him, and, you know, even though some days might be harder than others, we are commanded by God to persevere through and to keep going, Um, and so anyways, like, that just kind of, you know, struck out to me a little bit because, you know, I needed to kind of understand that meaning deeper a little bit, but mm -hmm. that was good. anyways, so 
the first kind of point I have for like setting yourself apart at school was shifting your mindset to understand that you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. And, you know, this one, it can be, this one is really, really hard to deal with because Mm -hmm. I won't lie to you. This actually happened to me like earlier today. I went to my first in-person class And I was really, really discouraged. Like, leaving to come home from the class, I cried (laughs) on the way home because I was feeling really upset and really discouraged. And, you know, I felt like I definitely did not really fit in with where I was and my classmates and what I was doing. And I was 100% um, really far out of my comfort zone, probably the furthest I've been out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and where God's placed me in. Um, You know, I had some people, like, encouraging me, but really I felt like God speak to me. And, you know, when I was praying, I was just saying, like, God, like, I don't understand. Like, I couldn't be any more different from these people. I don't understand. Like, I don't fit in here. And then I just kind of felt God speak to me, like, exactly. Like, that's exactly where I have you, and that's exactly where you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be in your comfort zone. You're not supposed to be comfortable, and you're not supposed to fit in with these people. I have you here for a reason, and um, yeah, I just felt, you know, I thought I wanted to kind of tell you that story to kind of encourage you, because if you find yourself in the same place, um, then I hope that encourages you, because if you're definitely out of your comfort zone, um, I'm right there with you, Manali's right there with you, and um, God's going to pull you through it, so... Anyway, so that's just like shifting your mindset to understand that you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. And like I quoted scripture, Joshua 1-9, you know, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that is true. Um, In the midst of you being uncomfortable, God is still with you. And he's going to help you through, um, you know, each valley. And he's going to help you through every hardship that you face and every moment that you're uncomfortable with something, he's with you, and he's going to help you persevere through it. Um, Amen, <laughs> But yeah, if you have anything to say on no, that. No, you keep going, Miss Girl. That no, that's good. all I have for that point. <laughs> <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> if you wanted to, like, um, well, I kind of had some, like, examples of what this might look like. Um, if you're in high school, this might look like, you know, eating lunch with people you don't exactly want to and that you know you definitely don't fit in with. This can be, you know, me and Manali had to deal with this. Like, this might mean eating with some girls that probably get on your nerves <laughs> or um, maybe they're kind of considered a more popular clique or something and, like, you don't really want to eat with them. But, you know, and sometimes you might have to. And this can definitely be, like, a test to your faith and a test to, like, you know, be kind, you know, eat with somebody that you don't necessarily like. And, you know, doing that right there shows, I feel like, you know, that shows Christ in you, you Mm -hmm. know, you need to be that light in like situations like that. Um, and another big one is like not being liked by your classmates. Oh Lord, this one was a big one for me in high school too. And it Mm -hmm. still kind of is like, I'm a very big people pleaser. I really want people to like me. I really strive for people to like, like me, but not everybody is going to like you. In fact, a lot of people aren't going to like you. And that's something that I kind of had to learn over the years is, you know, you're not, you said something earlier. You're not, you're not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, You're not everybody's (laughs) cup of tea. And it's just, you know, sometimes it has to, it just has to be like that. 
But you know, we're also not called here to be liked. We were never meant to be here so that people can like us. Um, so, Speaking yeah. of which, I actually have a Bible verse about that. Um, okay, well actually I first want to say that, hang on, let me see if this actually relates. Okay, uh, first I want to say, like, if you, especially setting yourself apart at school or at work, a lot of the time what is considered popular or what's considered cool or, like, the main flow is probably worldly and it's probably mm-hmm. not something what you should be doing. that God wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an easy way to decipher whether or not um, it's setting yourself apart or not. Mm-hmm. Um but I had looked at uh, first, not first John, uh, John fifteen eighteen. It says, "If the world hates you, understand that it hated me before it hated you. If you are of the world, the world would love you as its own. However, because you are not of the world, I have chosen you out of it. The world hates you. Mm-hmm. The world does not. The world hates God. The devil hates God. Yeah, like it, our own people, like you know, back when everything like that happened, like our mm-hmm. own people." hated God or Mm -hmm. hated Jesus and you know that how how are we any different from that you know people are gonna hate us people are not gonna like us and they God knows how we feel because Mm -hmm. he sent his son to experience the hate of the world and so he he can empathize with you and he knows how you feel and he's with you during all that I agree and also um this is kind of a little off topic but you know, you go through life and you can try and fill it with all these worldly things, whether it be like friends or family or drinking or uh, school, your job, whatever the case is. Um, and you're always going to feel feel like this void in your heart that is only going to be filled with or like can only be filled by God. Uh-huh. And um, once you allow yourself to have that void filled with God, it's going to help you so much more to be able to set yourself apart and really understand what it means to be different from what the world wants you to be. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, another point? Yes. Um, okay, you're going to have to really bear with me because gotcha. I, you might have to help me. It's our first week of school, y'all. We're tired. <laughs> we are tired. I am not very prepared, if I'm being completely honest. It's- the end of the day, and we're really, we're tired, but guess what? We're persevering through it. Um, we still have our points, so Manala's going to read the next one. Okay, so um, this is a verse that a lot of people, okay, let me just, referring back to last week, if you listened to last week, you heard us talk about lukewarm Christianity, mm-hmm. and this verse kind of talks about that a little bit, I think pretty sure it says um then i'll announce to you i never knew them depart from me you lawbreakers it's matthew 7 23 and um what i'm talking about with lukewarm christianity is this is probably the biggest step from or like the biggest step to separate not separating um The biggest difference between making yourself a full-time Christian and Mm -hmm. a um, lukewarm Christian. 
Because if you are not, like, you can love God, but if you're not setting yourself apart, if you're not choosing to follow what God says, then it's going to be really hard for you to be well, fully be, devoted yeah. to God. Because, I mean, you're really not. Yeah. You can't be halfway. You're either all in or you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what I was referring to with the verse. Like, God wants all of you. He doesn't want just a part of you. Like, mm-hmm. he wants every single bit that you have to offer, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to surrender that to him. Exactly. And I don't think a lot of people realize the severity of Mm -hmm. what this means because, I mean, it really, it determines your life after you die. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. (laughs) Your eternity. And, like, I mean, we want to make heaven crowded. And we want, I mean, when we all get to heaven, I want to see your face, Mm -hmm. whether, I mean, wherever you come from and whatever you've been through. And so I encourage you to to let go and let God and, mm-hmm. like, be devoted to God. Don't be wishy-washy with your faith. Like, he wants every single part of you. Yeah. That's all I had to say oh, yeah. about that. Absolutely. Good, good job. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's spot on. And also understand that so-called, quote, lukewarm Christianity is not Christianity at all. And Period. a lot of people, like, yes. kind of might not understand that like like Manali said you're either all in or you're all out and that's what that verse right there is referring to like that's what you're going to hear from God if you do not set yourself apart from the world and you're not fully devoted to God Mm -hmm. so yeah I definitely agree with that one on the last point that we kind of have here is going to be a little bit of a shorter point but it's um setting yourself apart in the future so like where do you go from here how can you set yourself apart knowing what we've saying how can you set yourself apart um from here moving forward and um basically you just have to um you have to take what you know about like what we just said about um in school what (laughs) Nellie keeps like coughing over here and stuff and she's you know um you know and Put things like healthy habits back into your everyday life, like reading scripture and reading truth. Um, If you're not doing that, you're not going to know how to set yourself apart in the world. You've got to be, you know, I think I mentioned in one of our earlier episodes, um, like starting a Bible reading plan. Me and Manali are on one and, um, you know, start one of those, start you know, getting into truth and reading the truth, and that's how you're going to be able to spread it, because if you don't know it, then you can't spread it to others, um, so yeah, I feel like that's very important. Do you have something that um, set yourself apart more like in the future? Well, I don't know that it completely relates to that, but mm-hmm. pulling one of your, um, statistics, so it says, yeah, that 72% of the unchurched believe that the church is filled with hypocrites, mm-hmm. and I know this is what a lot this scared me, especially before we had started the podcast and I was doing my faith account. Well, I call it my faith account, my Instagram account that was just devotionals. I was very scared of starting it because I was scared of not being able to live up to what I was talking about and what I was trying to spread. And just know that like God gives us so much grace and so much mercy for when we do mess up and like, Yes, we preach all these things like, you know, setting yourself apart, like going to eat with people that you don't want to or people that aren't necessarily like your type of people or not being liked by your classmates. Like, we're not always 
perfect with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not always going to be the first person to, like, go sit with somebody that is different from me in, like, whatever way. But um, just knowing that there is grace and there is mercy for when you do mess up. And, like, the only person that you should – or the only thing that you should – is God a person? I don't know. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I know how to say that. Jesus is the only one that you should be concerned. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> Jesus is the only opinion that matters as far as, like, dealing with hypocrisy goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that really yeah, relates I think that's kind of, like, in your, in, like, the, you know, like, who are we to judge? You know, we're yeah. here to spread the gospel and we're here to um, speak truth into people, you know, even if that might come across, you know, make sure whenever you do spread truth, you do it in a way that's loving and you genuinely want that person to know more about God instead of more like, this is what I believe and you're going to listen to it just because I'm right, you're wrong. You know, make sure you're doing it in the right way and yeah. Um, And also something to help you kind of like set yourself apart like in the future is like practice just like, I know this sounds cliche, but like just practice like kindness to people. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, God obviously showed kindness to us and he tells us to spread kindness to others. Um, Just kind of like, like when Hope texted me that morning, like that instantly, you know, made my day better because she spoke truth into me. So I was able to take that and I was instantly filled, you know, with joy and I was, I felt a lot better, like just throughout my day. So I hope that like kind of encourages you to say something nice to somebody or even just like a compliment or something, you know, like just practice those things and um, that can help you to kind of set yourself apart. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. Wait, no? let me check. Check the points. Let me check the points real quick. Nope, I'm oh. good. All right. Well, that was our last point for the episode, and we're really sorry if this one seemed a little um, kind of scattered a little bit. Like I said, it's our, please show us grace. It's our first week of school. Um, It was our first week of big girl classes. Um, I'm technically, I'm technically like a, a junior in college, so these are like the core classes that we're in right now. Um. So we are asking for your prayers for us um, during this time, and we are also praying over you. We pray over each and every one of you, and I really hope this episode encouraged you because we are right there with you. Um, So this was just more stuff that we have experienced and learned a little bit that we are sharing with you because we are figuring it out with you at the very same time. Um, But yeah. So that was our episode today, Um, and as always, everything is going to be linked down in the description below, and if you have any questions or comments or concerns, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, or you can email us. I'll put that um, in the description below, and yeah, that's all we have for today. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys. <laughs>